If you will, turn with me in your Bibles to uh, Exodus chapter 31, beginning at verse 12. Uh, I thought it appropriate, since we're talking about Labor Day weekend and those activities coming up that, that we enjoy on a holiday like this, uh, to talk about um, the Sabbath and what that means in terms of our work here on earth. Uh, we hear very many different things about the Sabbath. That the Sabbath is supposed to be a, a day of total rest. That, that we are not to do any kind of work on the Sabbath. And it seems like you know, we're increasingly getting away from, from the idea of, of a Sabbath. But God reminds us something very important about it here in His Scriptures. And we want to read that this morning. But this, this is Labor Day weekend. Tomorrow is Labor Day. And, and what we do on this day is we celebrate the American worker. And in, in the so-called industrial age, we faced a huge work crisis. People were, at that time, uh, working uh, 12, 12 hours a day, seven days a week. And, and uh, you know, the, the, the factories were, were up and running. Uh, they, they were overly um, overworking people quite a bit. We, we had become, almost become, a nation of total work, of industrialization, of the assembly line. Uh, and, and even children, uh, were, were underage children, were, were being employed. And uh, what came out of this, of course, was, was this idea of, of protecting workers, giving them a break, helping them um, in, in these harsh conditions. And eventually laws were, were, were put into place um, to where... where um, companies were forced to give certain holidays. We call them federal holidays. And, and, and the one that, of course, celebrated the American worker and labor was Labor Day. To, to give them a, a break, a time off of this, this world of total work. To, uh, and, and, and even to the point where sometimes if a holiday fell on a weekend, uh, Monday would be considered a federal holiday. So, so this Labor Day is a celebration of the American worker and, and the work that they do. But also this, this idea of um, compassionate thing to do was to give workers a rest, a day of rest, and, 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 and they needed that. And to many people today, especially in our society, work has become the most important thing in their life. The, the, their work, their labor, uh, working, um, and, and working hard. And, and I understand working hard, that, that, that's needed. But we also need those times of rest and refreshing. And God reminds His people here of the importance of taking that rest and what that rest means in terms of, of His Scriptures. So let's read those verses together. Exodus 31, beginning at verse 12. And it says this, And the Lord said to Moses, You are to speak to the people of Israel and say, Above all, you shall keep my Sabbaths. For this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I, the Lord, sanctify you. You shall keep the Sabbath, because it is holy for you. Everyone who profanes it shall be put to death. Whoever does any work on it, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of solemn rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does my work on the Sabbath, whoever does any work on the Sabbath, 
shall be put to death. Therefore the people of Israel shall keep the Sabbath, observing the Sabbath throughout their generations as a covenant forever. It is a sign forever between me and the people of Israel that in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Let's pray. Lord, we just ask God that you would add a blessing to the reading and to the hearing of your word. Father, let it go forth and not return void. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. We see here in, in, in this book of Exodus, which is um, the first part of the book of, of God's law to his people, um, that, that he gave them um, when he brought them out of Egypt and made him his own people. Um, God became their God and, he, and they became his people through the covenant. He gives them uh, a mound of instructions to follow if, if, if they wish to be in relationship with him. And, and it really originates with uh, what I would call the perfect ten, the Ten Commandments. And, and, and the fourth commandment of, of, of those commands was to remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days shall you work, but the seventh day shall be a day of rest. And here he is, he's reiterating that command. And, and, and not just um, the idea of, of, of the weekly Sabbath, but he's, he uses Sabbaths plural because uh, there were several different Sabbaths that happened that were tied to the festivals. And a lot of the festivals had what we called high Sabbaths, an extra day of, of, of Sabbath rest to celebrate that particular um, uh, celebration in, in, in the Lord. And, and, and then you also had um, a, seven, a, seven, a seventh year Sabbath where um, a person who was in debt and working off those debts, that debt had to be forgiven, forgiven them and, 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 and they had to be released from whatever indentured servitude they were in. Uh, the Bible uses the term slavery, but we shouldn't necessarily um, read back into that, the, the negative aspects of, of American slavery that happened. And, 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 and the evils of slavery. Um, but, but, but back then, it was, it was indentured servanthood. You know, you had a debt, you worked, you, you, you worked for a person uh, under their, their, their command for seven years to pay off, you know, it, whichever came first, paying off the debt or the end of the seven years. But that was a Sabbath as well, that seventh year, where debts were forgiven, and, and, and also, every seven years, the land was to lay fallow. You, you weren't supposed to um, raise any crops in that seventh year. So that meant all the seven years before you had to save up. <laughs> and, and not only that, on the 50th year what, what, what was the Sabbath, the year of Jubilee they called it, where all, all debts were forgiven, um, all lands returned to their original owners, um, the, 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 the tribal owners who, who, who uh, God, gave, God divvied out the land according to the tribes. All that was to be returned to, to people. It was like a, a great restart in the Lord. But anyway, they were supposed to, Sabbath is something very, very important. And, and, and I think in our society today, you know, we're kind of forgetting how important um, ha having a day of rest is. And, and the society that, that um, ignores God's Sabbaths um, is a society that, that sets itself up for failure. And in fact, here, um, God is so definite in the commands, number one, He repeats it over and over again. Um, 
you know, um, they, they always say that, um, or we used to say that repetition is the soul of education. Uh, and, and, and God, the Bible is full of repetition. Uh, sometimes it uses what we call parallelism uh, in, in order to repeat ideas in, in different terms. That's kind of what's happening here. Um, in, in this passage, he says, the Sabbath day is supposed to be a day of solemn rest. It's supposed to be holy for you to remind you that the Lord sanctifies you. And anyone who does not keep the Sabbath but profanes it by working is to be put to death. Well, God was pretty serious about this. And, you know, the, the Jews uh, uh, became pretty serious about this, in particular after the exile and even up until Jesus' day. Uh, the Romans wouldn't allow them to execute people, but, 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 but you could be condemned and, and, and sentenced to death depending on, on, what, on, on what you did on that day. It was a day that they were not supposed to do any kind of work whatsoever. In fact, it became so much um, a, a thing in Israel that it even became um, a legalistic thing. Uh, we, we see Jesus confronting it in His day. He says, you, you're not supposed to, you, your disciples are going around plucking grains um, um, uh, off the wheat out here in this field and eating it. That, they're not supposed to do that on the Sabbath. That, that's work. <laughs> Or even to the point where uh, they, they, Jesus is doing all these good works on the Sabbath, healing people, casting out demons. And the, and, and the Pharisees come up to him, you can't, you're not supposed to do these things on the Sabbath. <laughs> and, 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 and even here in, in our own country, um, when, when um, the, the, the Puritans came over, or the pilgrims, uh, they viewed themselves as, as the new sons of Israel. And, and, and uh, they, they uh, reviled a lot of the Old Testament laws and practices when they came over. And uh, th there was a ban um, on doing any kind of work on Sabbath. And, and there are some e even believers today who will say that the most holiest thing that you can do on a Sunday is take a nap. We, we, we've had all, all sorts of, um, of, of extreme ideas concerning the Sabbath and a lot of it comes from, from what the Old Testament says here and how seriously God uh, makes this. I mean, the other thing too is, you know, the Ten Commandments um, are over and above the rest of the law. That, that those Ten Commandments are, are, are the pinnacle of the law and everything else flows from, from it. It's sort of like uh, the rest of, it, um, of the laws are sacrificial, ceremonial laws that have to do with worship of God. That, that comes from the, the first four commandments. And, and, th and then the last um, six commandments are about how you treat other people. So they had all of this case law uh, that, that's given here in the law, how you're supposed to treat other people. But, but that perfect ten is, is, is God's main law. And that law stands forever. In fact, he says here that this covenant, th these laws... Are, are, are to stand forever. And in particular, the Sabbath is the sign of God's covenant with you. And the purpose of it is that it's a reminder that it's the Lord who has made us holy. We are to make the Sabbath a, a holy day in our hearts and lives, just as the Lord has made, Himself has made us holy 
by, by, by His choosing. Now, what does that, that term holy mean? What does that term sanctify mean? Well, primarily it means that God has set us apart for His own will and purposes. He, he has chosen us out of every nation, out of everybody else in the world, to be His special people. To be His special possession. Although the whole world is mine, God tells Moses, although the whole world is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. He has set them apart as, as belonging to Himself. And therefore, they are to take um, th this command of rest themselves and make it holy in their hearts. That, that they are to set it apart as a special day. And, uh, of what? Remembering that the Lord has chosen them out of His love, out of His choosing, from among the nations to be His special people. To be His covenant people. Now, every, everything that, that is in the Old Testament, I think, has to be um, taken through the lens of Jesus Christ and, and, and what that means. And we, we look at this and we think, well, how harsh is this? I mean, I mean even in the Old Testament, um, when, when um, the, 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 the people um, returned from their exile in Babylon, I mean, I mean, you know the general history here, I think, most of you do, the, the, the overall um, brush strokes of, of the history of Israel. You know, they, they were enslaved in Egypt. They, they, Moses led them out through, through God's uh, mighty hand and miracles. They, they uh, were to be his people and his, uh, his example to the nations. And God established them uh, through many trials, through 40 years of, of heartache in the wilderness. They came in and they conquered the promised land. They, they, they set up their glorious kingdom. Uh, there were times when uh, that kingdom failed because uh, they, they um, uh, disobeyed God, but God would, would often restore them and forgive them. And th th there were times of, of peace in that kingdom, and, 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 and people kept the Sabbath as they should. But towards the end, this is what happened with, with Israel. It's just like a spiraling downward. that They, they, they would... Um, Worship God for a little while while they had a, a good and righteous leader to save them from their enemies. But then they would fall right back into a sin and idolatry and an oppressor would come and cause problems. And they would cry out to God and God would rescue them again. And as long as that, that leader was, was there in place, that was a righteous leader, um, you know, they, they, they experienced prosperity and peace and and, uh, and people worship the Lord as they should, but then they eventually slipped back into idolatry, and it kept getting worse and worse and worse. E e each time, it became a hardening of their hearts to God, to where that they weren't even calling out to God anymore in their distress. They, they, they were relying on making alliances with other people and things like that. And, and eventually, the kingdom collapsed. They go into Babylonian exile, and, and they realized, Lord, we messed up big time. So when we come back, um, we're, we're going to set up your, your kingdom on earth because that's what you've promised. And so when Nehemiah and Ezra, the leaders um, out of um, um, the, the new Moseses, so to speak, um, led them out of their um, exile in Babylon, um, they, they came back and, and they reestablished the covenant, reestablished the law. And it talks about how Nehemiah 
um, would, would even put hands on people who were trying to sell um, on the Sabbath. Um, foreigners would come and they would stand outside the gates. And, he, and he's like, if you come back here again on the Sabbath to, to sell your items, you're going you're gonna to be killed. And he tried to enforce the, the, those laws um, um, you know, doggedly in, in Israel. All of that. And, and, when, and Jesus comes along and we see the Pharisees doing the same thing, doggedly saying that you can't do as much as lift a finger on the Sabbath day, which is, of course, you know, the, the, the seventh day of their week. And, you know, if, and if you profaned it, and, and this was God's word too, if you profaned it, you, you were to be put to death. What happens is, is that when we tend to focus on the, the letter of the law instead of the spirit of the law, what happens is we become legalistic. And, and, and I think that's what Jesus was facing in his day. The Pharisees had taken something that was supposed to be wonderful and glorious and wonderful and, and, and spiritual and, and refreshing and had made it oppressive against the people. Now you can say here, God, God commanding uh, that they would be killed if they profaned the Sabbath is pretty, is pretty rough, and, and it is. But again, we've got to interpret these things in the light of Jesus. And, and what does Jesus do when He comes along? He emphasizes the spirit of the law rather than the, the letter of the law. In other words, those commands are still in place, but the spirit of the law is, is that God has, has wondrously chosen you for salvation. God is, is offering a sacrifice of sin for you through, through, my, through my rent flesh. God, God has given you these things to, to enjoy Him and to enjoy a relationship with Him. Not, not to doggedly say that you can't lift a finger on this day. Not, not, not to squash people in, into submission to where they, they even walk down the street or carrying a mat. That happened one time, by the way. Car carrying a mat from one point to another. Um, that, that, that you could, could possibly be under the condemnation and, and in prison under the laws of, 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 of the Jewish leadership there in Israel. That they had made it into something oppressive. And Jesus says, you know, he tells, he tells these Pharisees one day, he says, the, the Sabbath was not made, or, or man was not made, excuse me, I get it mixed up now. That's not good. He says that, that man was made for the Sabbath. Man, man was not made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath for man. In other words, um, Mankind was not made to serve under the, the boot of a Sabbath, but the Sabbath of rest was made for mankind. And Jesus said, you know, I'm the Son of Man. I even have authority over the Sabbath, being the Son of Man. And that, that, those kinds of statements often got Jesus into big, big trouble. Um, but the, the idea is that, that the Sabbath was made for man's benefit for him to enjoy not, not something that he is supposed to, to uh, be under the oppression under, or legalism. The Sabbath had its purpose. 
to remind us of what God had done in choosing us and sanctifying us, but also to remind us that, that this, this God created the world in six days, and He Himself on the seventh day rested and was refreshed. I think it's interesting that, that God uh, doesn't lay any kind of expectations on us that, that He is not willing to, to do Himself. <laughs> and this expectation of, of, of a Sabbath rest comes from this idea that He Himself rest, entered into a rest on the seventh day. And He is inviting His people to enter into that rest on the seventh day of the week. Now, of course, um, you may know this, that, that in, in, in the Bible, that uh, the seventh day of the week was actually Saturday. <laughs> and that, that Sunday, it still, it still is true, Sunday is the first day of the week. So if we're going to keep a dogged Sabbath um, revelation, or regulation, then, then, then that Sabbath rest ought to be, ought to be Saturday. If, if, if we're to doggedly keep to the Bible. But even in, in, in the New Testament, uh, the, the New Testament believers recognize something very important. And Jesus Himself said it. When, when He preached on the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, I've not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And the apostles recognized that later on. That Jesus is the end of the law. Meaning that not, not that the law stops, but that He is the goal of the law. He is the one that the law was pointing to. In other words, if, if, if we're truly in our hearts following Jesus Christ and, and seeking to serve Him, then we have fulfilled the law. But, but it's only through Him. In fact, Jesus said the two greatest laws are to love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. And that, those two statements perfectly sum up the Ten Commandments. It's about the spirit of the law and not the letter of the law. And I would argue, and some people use that term spirit of the law to kind of say, well, I don't have to keep any kind of regulations as long as I you know, do good things and you know, um, I, I, I don't have to um, follow every rule that the IRS lays down. I, I, can, I can just uh, leave my taxes off for this year or something like that or leave these things off for, the, for this year. You know, uh, the, the spirit of the law is, is, is about what that law has intended and, and what it's intended to do. It's in the, law, the, the end of the law is in Jesus Christ. The goal of the law was to point us to our relationship with Him. He fulfills the covenant. Um, and in fact, you know, we, we don't even keep sacrifices anymore. Why? Why? Why don't we do sacrifices anymore? Because Jesus Christ Himself became the ultimate sacrifice for sin. And so the whole ceremonial law is, is done away with in Him. But not the idea of worship. That's not done away with. Not, not the idea of, of not having any other gods before Him. The, the idea that, that um, um, we shouldn't take the Lord's name in vain, that's not gone. But if we in our hearts truly love Jesus Christ and seek to serve Him and seek to please Him, 
and, and, and following Him, then we have fulfilled the Old Testament law. It's all about Him. And I would even say this. The Sabbath is to be kept by us. But because Jesus Christ died for the sins of the world, He takes away the punishment for these sins. The, the, those kinds of punishments are, are, are gone in His sacrifice. But that doesn't mean that that law should not be kept. It means that by loving Jesus Christ, we now desire to find that rest in Him. We now want to find, find a day of, uh, in, in our time of, of, of work that, that we rest and refresh ourselves in His Spirit. In the Bible, rest and worship always went together. Always. Because they're supposed to be reminders to us of, of, of the glorious creation that God did and all the works that He did. After, all, after that, He Himself rested and was refreshed. Now, today, we're so used to it that we um, look forward to having a day off. We look forward to having holidays. We, we, we look forward for the day of rest. You know, even, even that term holiday, um, society has turned that into some sort of secular idea of, of, of a break to uh, celebrate some event that's happened. But the, but the root of that word holiday, of course, is holy day. And, and, and it's tied exactly to, to the Scriptures. As much as our society, secular society, wants to get away from what the Bible tells us, they can't because it's so ingrained in our language. <laughs> but, here, but, but, but the idea of a, of a holy day, the holiday, is it, 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 it screams that, that we are called to do this, this rest. The problem is, is that, that in, a, in a society that, that's becoming increasingly secular, um, well, what's happening is work has be, is becoming again more and more important and, and not so much the rest and, and the time that we spend with, with God. And, and I would even say with, with others in community worshiping God. Work has become uh, the, uh, the goal of, of, of the life of, of most Americans today. Work and, and working and working um, seems to be the, the, the way that we're going. Michael and I were even talking earlier, and, and this was true when, when I was in, in employment, that uh, you know, they, they let their workers off, but, but they stayed open, and, and those who stayed um, would get time and a half <laughs> for, for staying and working. Which, you know, I guess it's good to get time and a half, but, but this idea that, that, that we're working on holidays and things like that, and, and, and even, some, even a lot of these businesses are staying open on Sundays. Even, even some factories are staying open on, on Sundays now, uh, just running around the clock. And, uh, you know, they, they, they stagger the, the days off. It's, um, you know, I, I think we're increasingly moving back into um, uh, this idea of, of a total work society. And we need to ask ourselves as believers, um, are, are we taking God's Sabbath seriously? Are, are we wanting to, to take a break from our work and from our labors? Are, 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 are we taking that time 
to just slow down and worship Him. Thanking Him for all that He's done for us. Thanking Him for um, setting us apart through His Son, Jesus Christ, and through salvation. Are we taking that, that, that day? And, and of course, it doesn't have to be a specific day. Because Christians have, have traditionally, not necessarily biblically, that there is a case where, 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 Paul, where Paul said, I'm coming to take the collection on the first day of the week. And, 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 and that, that's, that's the only time we know that um, Paul mentions uh, worshiping on the first day of the week. Um, but, but we celebrate on the first day of the week as, as Christians because Christ rose on the first day of the week. Are we taking that time to celebrate Jesus and His resurrection? Is that, is that, is that a desire in our hearts to, to be in the house of the Lord, to, to worship Him on, on a Sunday, the first day of the week? Is that our desire? Do, do we desire to, to, to stop our, our, our regular activities and, and give our hearts to Jesus Christ again, to be refreshed and renewed by Him it's my conviction that, that coming together as believers in worship refreshes our souls. It recharges our batteries, but both physically and spiritually, so that we can go and, and live the rest of our week for the Lord. And again, the, the, this idea of Sabbath, even though, it, even though we don't say it's a particular day anymore, and even though we, we don't enforce it, uh, like they did in Israel. Um, we, we live in a time of, of, of God's grace for such things. But grace is supposed to transform us and make us desire to do these things. Are we, as, as believers, taking that time to celebrate and worship the Lord? Are we taking that time out of our labors to worship Him? Is our work more important than serving God. There's, there's one final aspect I haven't talked about when it comes to the Sabbath. And that is in the book of Hebrews, it talks about that there is a Sabbath rest awaiting for all believers when we will one day rest from our labors and enter into God's presence. Are, are we living in that reality? Because everything is moving towards God again. And only He can, can give us rest. All of history is moving towards Him. There, 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 there's coming for the faithful people of God who believe in Him and serve Him an eternal rest in Him that is waiting for us at the end of history. That God Himself will enter into with us. And we get to be with Him and celebrate with Him a rest from our own labors. A life, eternal life, in the God of heaven. Where we get to enjoy Him throughout the ages. That still awaits us at the end of our journeys. And are we living in that hope? Are we living in a way that we're looking forward to entering into that rest with God? If we are then I, I would argue that we need to find a, a day of Sabbath rest in God when we rest from, from, from the regular labors of life and enter into a holy worship with Him, whether that's private or, or community. I, I feel sad for people who have to work on Sundays. 
because they, they can't be with, with the regular gathering of the people of God. But there are other ways to have Sabbath. There are other days to have Sabbath. The Apostle Paul said not to exalt one day above another. In fact, if we're keeping the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law, we'll find that day of rest and we'll find that day of, of worship in the Lord. Because this is more of a lifestyle than it is a particular day or a particular um, set of rules. God wants us to keep the spirit of His law. And that, that is found in Jesus Christ. It's found in a desire to want to keep and honor what He has for us. And so a Sabbath day of rest is, is key for us, not just for the physical rest, but for reminding ourselves that God loves us, He cares for us, He made us, He set us apart for Himself. And, and, and we can celebrate a glorious and wonderful time with Him while we're waiting for that great historical event when He returns. Are you keeping a Sabbath with God? Are you keeping a day of solemn rest? It's very important that we do, folks. Let's stand.